What changes? Our two large suitcases lay partially full on the floor. For the past two weeks, we'd been slowly filling them with clothes and travel items for our trip to Ananda Centers in Italy and India. We'll be gone for three and a half months, so planning what to bring for different climes and times has been a bit challenging. I could feel that my mind was beginning to churn as I weighed different options for what to bring and tried to form a mental image of all the places to which we'd be going. Movement, time, space, it began to seem a bit overwhelming to me. Then I remembered a story about a woman who traveled from England to India to visit a great saint there, Ramana Maharshi. Upon meeting him, she said, I've come all the way from London to see you. You haven't moved at all, was his startling reply. The world around you has moved, but your own center has never changed. He was telling her that on the deepest level, our consciousness is unmoving and not affected by any outward change. Yoganandaji wrote in Autobiography of a Yogi that divine sight is center everywhere, circumference nowhere. Every point of the universe can be perceived as the center. You are the center of the universe, and someday you will be able to experience this. Swami Kriyananda once said, You don't really move. Space is a delusion. You seem to go from here to your home, to India, to Europe, but the world is really moving around you as far as the perception of it is concerned. You were never moving, but you put yourself at your periphery, so it seems that you were moving all the time. He went on to say, the same thing is true for time. You have been living a very long time, and yet you haven't been living in time at all, except as you have persuaded yourself that it is real. It's only an illusion in our consciousness, end quote. As I thought about these vast concepts, my mind began to slow down. I sat to meditate and realized that soon I would be traveling around the world, but that I would be bringing myself with me wherever I went. And I knew from past experience that the days of our journey would pass quickly. In the blink of an eye, the next thing I would experience would be sitting in our little meditation room once again. Time and space, they really don't exist as we usually perceive them. We may be dreaming them, but our souls aren't bound by them. Yoganandaji wrote, God made man immortal. The plan was for him to remain on earth as an immortal. He was to behold the drama of change with a changeless immortal consciousness. And after seeing the dance of change on the stage of changelessness, he was to return to the bosom of eternal blessedness." End quote. Silently, I offered a prayer of gratitude for the constant guidance of our great teachers who illumine our lives with their wisdom. 
Now I have to get back to those suitcases. With joy, Naya Swami Devi. Hello, friends. I had fun with this blog, and as you can tell, we're getting ready to leave for a long journey. And I was trying to find ways that I could really go deeper with the experience and as I travel to find inner freedom. And certainly the teachings of our great guide, spiritual guides help us in all things. You know, there's a very well-known and beautiful poem by the mystical poet William Blake. And one of the oft-quoted lines is, to see infinity in a grain of sand, eternity in an hour. And this is a very beautiful concept that if we look at the smallest thing with the deeply conscious, aware mind, we can perceive vastness. The same thing is true of time. If we can live fully with full awareness in the moment, then we break through the concept of time passing. I had an experience with this once, which I've shared with Swami Kriyananda when we were helping him to paint his dome at Crystal Hermitage so that he could move in. And we were there was a small crew of us, and we were painting. And uh, we started in the morning with Swamiji, who was painting as well. And then we took a break at lunchtime. And then we came back and we just painted and painted. I didn't look at a clock or a watch to see how much time has gone by. But being in Swami's presence, he was a man of deep spiritual awareness and concentration. The time seemed to pass. And then finally, at a certain point, he said, well, I think we're nearly done but let's just take a break now. We've been painting for quite a while. And I looked at my watch then, I believe I looked at a clock then, and it was three in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, and we'd been painting for more than 12 hours. And it didn't seem like anything but a, a very brief time. And I thought that was Swami's gift to us, to show us that if whatever we do if we do it with concentration, it happens so quickly. And conversely, if we're, energy is low, if we're bored, time seems so tedious and it seems to go so slow, but it's all a matter of keeping our consciousness heightened, focused, concentrated, and deeply aware of what we're doing. So this is what I'm going to be trying to do as we go on our journey. We'll be leaving a week from uh, today when you read this. We leave uh, August uh, 7th and um, I, August 5th, excuse me, we leave August 5th. And I know that it will be a long journey, but I know if I can keep my mind focused and uplifted, then it will pass in God's joy, in his light, in his grace. And it will just be a little moment in God's blessedness. So may you live in this awareness also. God bless you.